Let's be real. Sometimes we feel lost in a sea of unending voices, voices that are stirring up opinions on juicy topics or shouting empowerment cliches like, you got this girl, all on your own. All the while, we're mumbling to ourselves, how the heck do I live up to all that? When the only part I relate to in those words are, all on my own. But you are not alone. We can all overcome our uncertainty and doubt one cheery conversation at a time. Join author, speaker, and pastor Sunny Hennessy every Wednesday as she and a special guest engage in cheery conversations, pointing to how Jesus sheds light on every juicy topic. This is Sunny, and welcome to Cheery Conversations. My guest this week is business owner Courtney Ford. Her and her husband work together. We're going to listen to a topic about working together, both being driven, and how that dynamic plays itself out. Let's listen to this week's conversation. This week, our guest is Courtney Ford. She is a mom to two kiddos, Layton and Oakley, and she and her husband, Chase, co-own CrossFit, One Shot, and Howard. Her mission is to inspire confidence in everyone she meets. Today, we're going to be talking about being a business owner and how to shut it off when you get home. So we're talking about boundaries of work and personal life, not exercise, because (laughs) I might not watch if it was about how to get more exercise. So hang with us. Um, Hang with us. And um, but you are a business owner of CrossFit. And I'll be honest, I think of CrossFit, I think of a gang because I feel like a gang. I feel like people who are in CrossFit love it. And they like have their CrossFit t-shirts and mugs because like if you work out and good thighs and good thighs because if you work out at the Y you're not really sporting the YMCA no you're not a a gang of YMCA's no No. so I think it's so cool like it's like a lifestyle and I I think it's awesome so how did you get involved in CrossFit and then become a co-owner yeah I was working out I was like a YMCA workout girl um at we're the sorry time, YMCA yeah. uh, I think I, I lived in San Diego so it was technically a 24-hour experience or something like okay. 24-hour fitness but I had just got done training for a marathon was completely strung out on running and decided that I needed a change up and so I found CrossFit by driving down the coast in San Diego and that's a rough drive (laughs) rough drive um really crazy side note is there was one gym that I was going to go to I was like on my way on the coast driving to it and literally had like this crazy intuition of like turn around like just turn around and so I did. And a couple days later, I found another CrossFit studio. And it's actually where I met my husband, James. Yes, so, yes. And your never owners together. Yes. Yeah. Which, once you came back to Green Bay, where you're from, yes. you coached here where I met you. Yep. Because we were, I, you were my coach. I was your coach. <clears throat> and she was really you were good. You in a game. We're, not yet. <laughs> no, you are in a game. <laughs> this is really this great. Is really great. Yes. You know what? Who doesn't want to be in a game? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, juicy topics. Let's talk about that. Uh, okay. So you were my coach. You had knee surgery and had a huge brace. Yes. And you met Sean and I, and you were mean as heck to us. <laughs> But then I fell in love with her because she was so sweet, even as she bossed me around. Uh, but then you and Chase went on to, how long ago did you open CrossFit? Uh, it was six years in that's crazy. January. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So six years, that's a long time to like be a business owner. You've probably learned a lot. We have. But you probably <laughs> still have questions about being a business owner, oh, especially when you own it with the person you live with and spend the most time with. Yeah. Yes. So do you find that um, you're 
are you really good at having those boundaries of personal work or is that something you're still trying to refine? Definitely still trying to refine. Um, especially when you start to throw kids in the mix too. Mm -hmm. Like you really have to try to separate your time. Mm -hmm. But I guess my question to you is how long, like when, when was the deciding factor of you and Sean where you're like, whoa, we need some boundaries now. Mm -hmm. Well, when Sean told me, quit talking about work at home. <laughs> so, step one. So step one, I don't know if Chase tells you that or you tell him. Hopefully one of you can. It's usually to me. To, or, I mean, it goes both ways, okay. to be honest. I think it's that accountability yes. that, okay, I don't need to talk about this. But usually it's Sean saying to me, okay, like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But at the same time, he loves what he does. And I think you guys love what you do. And, you. you know, probably if you hate what you do, you shut it off when you get home. Right. But it's when you love what you do. And it encompasses everything. I mean, you guys are more than CrossFit. You're you're about the health, I know, from knowing you guys. Right. About mind, body, soul. About your emotional health and your physical health. All of it. And it's hard to shut that off because you're living it at home. And you're living it at yeah. the gym. So I think time, like a time at night, or this is when we get home, and that could change per day. I mean, you guys have night classes. Right. So really, where is it maybe between that, that it's from 11 a.m. or noon when you get home until 4, that you have some days you have to work on work, and there's some days that's your your Sabbath or your rest. Right. I don't know. Have you guys done that yet? Or Yeah, we have. And... It's funny, like now I feel like within the last probably like six or seven months, we've established a better routine with, you know, now we have Oakley, our seven month old and Layton's in school for a few days a week. So it's definitely like Wednesday nights are our family days. Nice. Um, that's like non-negotiable. We're not at the gym. Um, I think the hardest thing for us is when, you know, Chase is at our facility from four o'clock until eight o'clock at night. And he comes home and is just all like, da -da 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 -da, you know, and I'm like, whoa, I'm in mom mode. Like yeah. I'm not in mm -hmm. business owner mode. And there's that entrepreneur mind of like, oh, but I want to be there with you, but I'm not. Like I just mm -hmm. gave our kids a bath or mm -hmm. wiped my kids' butt or juicy topics. I mean, like I'm not in business <laughs> yes. owner mode right now. Right, right. Uh, so we we came up with a code word. Uh, actually, it didn't have to do with when to shut it off. When what? we used to <laughs> argue more. <laughs> What's your we, code our word? code word was rhubarb. Okay. <laughs> rhubarb. <laughs> rhubarb. And it was like, it was always like, we're, okay, like we're now fighting about something that doesn't have anything to do with the conversation. We're just, uh, and it was like, we have to, because we could say stop. Okay, done. You know, but we're both so similar that we would just keep going or want the final word. And so rhubarb, we didn't use it perfectly, but it was kind of like we said that it was like, we are pulling out the like jump cord. Like we've got to stop. Right. And I do wonder if people had one, the schedule, like we know Wednesday nights, he's going to come home or that's, that's the family night, yep. but maybe Tuesday nights he comes up comes home and he's so excited that you know, okay, this is our rhythm. Yes. And if classes change, I think about this, if life changes, if our kids' school schedule changes, then our season changes and now we have to relook at our calendar. And I think our calendar runs us, our work runs us, but we can run them. Like I can put in my calendar, family night, which we have Tuesday night family night. So we went to Texas Roadhouse. Had we not had that in our calendar, we all wanted to be home. In fact, a lot of times we try to say, do you just want to go home? But we know we'll all four go to different parts of the house. That's not 
that's not good. That's not family night. That's not family night. Right. It's worth the money to go to Texas Roadhouse or worth the money to rent a, a movie on on Hulu or something because we've put it in our calendar. So I think it's working your calendar. And then when the schedule changes, you know, we're going to rework when's family night wins. Let's talk about it. And, and I think it keeps everybody accountable. And I share my invite, my invite to family night with Sean. Okay. So do you do like Gmail calendar or something like that? Yep. Yeah. And it seems weird to say, Sean, I'm inviting you to family night and I'm sitting next to you. But he needs, and I'm sitting next to you. Yeah. Like I just sent you an invite. (laughs) Will you accept? And this is your seating seating arrangement. Yes. Call into this conference call number. Like, but if you work together, you already kind of get that. So you just have to, I like to say, I like to outsmart myself because I know that I will not turn off. Some people who work at home, and I think you guys have a little of that. I've heard of this before. You actually shut the door to your home office at a certain time. That's Either every night or one night, a a couple nights a week. And I thought that's super smart. That's great. So like we don't really have an office, but for us it would be like, okay, I'm putting away my laptop, my Mm -hmm. planner. It's tucked away in my backpack or wherever it is because Mm -hmm. then it's not easily accessible. But really like for us, we don't have the issue with like tucking that stuff away. It's like talking in conversation. We'll be like, we'll be parenting and then all of a sudden you know, a text message pops up from somebody or a Facebook or something, social media, where we've we've gotten to the point where we've turned those things mm-hmm. off, like, so we don't receive those notifications. Yes. Another thing I was just thinking of was I was going to ask you, and then I, I realized that we kind of did this to you and Sean, but biggest thing for us is date night, like yes. turning it off during date night. Yes, and not like, to go to date night talking about No, and like there's yeah. times where we'll be out at Vintage Cantina and it's like we get done with our date and we're like, we just talked about the gym the entire time. Like, yeah. you know, so there's definitely, there's there's moments for that. But uh, a couple years ago, do you remember we went to Angelina's? Yes. And we and you brought pulled out your questions. Cards. We brought questions. <laughs> Sean and I were a little like a most <laughs> awkward date ever. Where he's like, I've got some questions. <laughs> We're like, but, what? But, but it was great. We would have talked about the church. We would yes. have talked about our gym, like business ideas and things yeah. like that, which there's times and place for that. But like, we really wanted to date you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. And it was, it was like, what's your favorite? What was it? I, I don't mean, even remember, but it was animal. And, and they were like thorough questions. Where yes. We were like, wow, I've never been asked this mm-hmm. before. And you've done that with that. just you and Chase. Oh yeah. Like I have something in my, in our top drawer of our bathroom where it's like go-to questions where if we're headed out for date night and I'm like man I just need my husband tonight yeah I'll bring him and I'll pull him out and be like oh gosh you've got the question <laughs> you got yeah. yes but then they just roll it rolls from one into the yeah. next well that. and I think people who aren't business owners that work together or they don't work together the same thing can be true about kids mm-hmm. right you just yes. kind of mentioned that yeah. I think one of the things Sean and I would do is when our kids were little we're like we need to get away we need to have time just us then we get to the restaurant and we'd sit and talk about Isaiah and Aubrey and their diaper schedule and oh my gosh and then they fell asleep watching the lion king again and pretty soon we're like missing them right which is great you go away you miss your kids that's good we we still talk about our kids when we're away from them and it seems we love them more when we're away from them we're like they're so cute but there is also turning that off right that we have a life outside of just talking about our children and i love the question thing but i think if you don't have it written down, you put it in your phone. I think it's a great tip yep. or have in your head, you know what, let's talk about 
like next year, where do we want to go on vacation? And let's just talk about some top five places we'd love. And we know four of them we can't afford, but then we can like talk about that. I love that idea. Yeah. I did too. Rhubarb and question cards. Yes. Like that's, there's way more of this to, to come. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break from this conversation, but hang on tight because when we come back, we're going to continue talking about how to manage work and home. Welcome back. We're here with Sunny and Courtney, and we've been talking about the boundaries of work life and home life. And Courtney, you mentioned something earlier about social media and notifications and how it's important to manage those. Yeah. Uh, how do you manage that with your employees, like yeah. reaching out to you? How, like, where, where's the boundaries in that? Mm-hmm. I think that shutting off at home, it is required that notifications don't come to your phone. Here's my thought. During the day when I'm working, I need to check all of the places that people could communicate with me. Yeah. I do an auto reply on Facebook now that says, we'll get back to you within, you know, thanks for your message. I'll get back to you this week or within a week. But also like you can go into, I I think people don't realize, and it's especially important for business owners or people who manage people that those are turned off. Facebook, Instagram, and not just those, but email. Like right now, my email doesn't have a little red bubble that comes up. I do the forced push notification that unless I go to my email, it doesn't fetch Oh, that's, my, that's a great idea. Yeah, because if I see six bubbles, oh I know those are new. <laughs> I'm the, I got to handle them. I'm the same way. Sean doesn't have to oh, handle yeah, that right I can't handle. I do. Yeah, I can't handle that. So then what happens is I'm getting that at 8, 8 p.m., I see it, I open it, and then he doesn't want to handle it at 8 p.m. But I'm like, we need to address this because it's urgent. And then I put that on him. And so huge that all notifications are off. I check my, I mean, text you're going to get. Right. So then on like, how do you manage that with customers and employees? I think it's important they know this is the time I shut off. And for, you know, your staff, for your employees, they could know this is the day on Monday this is the day on Tuesday right. that you're not going to hear back from us yeah. because they do know that the, if it's probably an emergency, they'll be calling. Yeah. You know, how many times now not do we sure. go, this person's calling, Why I better are they calling take me? it. Yes. Who calls people? Yes. So I think that's a huge step in creating good boundaries. Okay. So leading into that, as a business owner yourself, what are some of the qualities you look for in an employee? In an employee. Very good question. One that can work well with Sean and I because we are the owners. And I have to always, and as business owners, we have to remember we're going to be standing when they go. Right. So I am, I'm not going to just look for someone who's the most qualified who will do the job the best. I'm looking for the person because that person has to be someone who's maybe already knows Sean and I because they're going to realize we're a lot of personality. And I would say entrepreneurs, business owners, they're they're big personalities because they have that kind of persona where it's like, I believe I can build something. Yes. So it's a big personality. So you have to know that people already like you. People already can handle you. Uh, that they, they understand. <laughs> already can I have you. two bosses. Like if an employee can't handle two bosses, they're going to hate working for someone where there's two bosses. Sean handles some things, I handle some things, and then some things we 100% handle together. And if I know or I can sense an employee's like, well, I just don't even know who to answer to. Or in an interview. Like, so if they're asking questions like, so who would I directly report to? And it's all about direct report. The thing about Sean and I, and I know Chase and you enough, and a lot of our listeners and viewers will will be this way. 
you have to know yourself enough to know what you're looking for that will have good chemistry, but also you have to know the things that are red flags if they were said. Right. Like, I don't like change, you know, but I'm a hard worker. Oh my gosh, like we're changers. Yes. We change everything all the time. And not just for the sake of change, but big visionary. If, if they want to know details before we make the next step, like we'll work through that. So yeah. I think you have to, it's, it's not selfish to know what works for you because you don't want to put somebody in a bad position working for you where you're making their life miserable. It's better to just not have them. Right. Yeah. Or they're making your life miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Basically <laughs> right? that too. It's, it's kind yeah. of stinky. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. So you are both business owners and you are both business owners with your spouses. So um, what have I, I've heard through this conversation that was communication, communication, communication. Yeah. It's key. So how do you and Sean communicate your boundaries and you and Sean have different boundaries and how does that work? Yes, we do. <laughs> we create boundaries and talk about our boundaries when we are not in a heated conversation. The I mean this is a this is marriage advice. The worst thing is to come up with a new plan in the middle of a heated conversation. If you're fighting and you're like, "Well, I need Tuesday nights." Well, like that's probably not going to work out. But yeah. but if it's okay, let's let's go on a date or and here's the other thing. If we always think about our spouse first, I think about what fuels Sean. So he's learned Mondays off really help him to then have a day before he gears up for the next Sunday. If I am planning stuff on Monday, because I'm like, it's not really work. It's just going to lunch with so-and-so and it's just, but he doesn't get to just shut down then I'm wrecking his boundaries. I'm stepping into his boundaries. So we establish and I listen and I think about Sean in everything that I do after we've set boundaries and we set the boundaries in a very calm format. If I know that Sean needs to watch a guy movie on Monday that I would never watch, it's good for him to take Monday and maybe Monday morning he, he watches that and I don't step on that. But maybe if I wanna talk about new boundaries, talk about the new boundary plan for this season Monday afternoon or Monday night when he's refreshed and full and not in a bad place. And I think the true the reverse is true. He he thinks about what I need and he knows I need quality time. So as much as sometimes he's like, Ugh, I just still need to like finish my sermon or work on it tonight, he he can tell I need some I call it me time. It's really Sean time. Yep. <laughs> it's me something. Yeah. I need me time. Yeah. And he knows that he's gotta give that. But we establish that need when we weren't in a heated argument. That's, that's, that's really good. That's really good. You both have had like really great tools and advice for our listeners and viewers. And this conversation isn't just for business owners. It's for anyone who, who works outside their home, in their home, and just needs to talk about boundaries with work life and home life. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cheery Conversations. You can be a part of the conversation. Leave us a one minute voicemail at the link found in the show notes and send us your thoughts. You might hear your voice on a future episode. You can also connect with Sunny and her guests by going to SunnyHennessy.com. If this episode helped you in any way, please let us know and then share it with your friends, family, neighbors, and whoever. Word of mouth is the best way for people to find out about this podcast. It would also be really helpful if you leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. See you next week.